Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi there, so do you want to read Manwa? Well, you came to the right place. Welcome to the second episode of Soju Wanna Read Manwa, a podcast centered on the Korean entertainment form of manhwa and sometimes their novel and drama adaptations. In this episode, we'll be finishing up our discussion about solo leveling from episode one and then diving into a business proposal. My name is Amber, and I'll be your host along with my good friend, Marion. So let's go ahead and... <laughs> yeah, welcome. <laughs> How are you doing today, Marion? I'm hungover. That's cool. Oh no! That's, that's exactly <laughs> why you host. Was it too much soju? Too much? Oh, I wish. Uh, I didn't have any soju, but I did actually have uh, I had some Japanese whiskey, actually. Right? It sounds pretty good. Well, I hope that it doesn't impair you too much on this discussion today, but I believe in you, and we've got this. <laughs> Thank you. That's exactly what I needed to hear. <laughs> Alright, well, let's go ahead and get started by finishing up our discussion on Soul Leveling from the first episode. Um, I completely overlooked it, but as you let me know last night that the final two episodes came out, uh, I guess that's the end until we get Soul Leveling Ragnarok eventually. Um, so what did you think about the the final two chapters? It was nice. It was cool. Like, I thought it was so funny. Like, literally right after we finished recording... Um, like, yeah, it, we got the final two chapters or whatever. And it, it, it completely like put a bow on top of everything, especially after we said that, like, yeah, if it weren't for the epilogue, like the story would kind of annoying <laughs> to like, to, to, to completely end the story there. It would feel so incomplete. And like now, now that we have the very the full, full story, like, yeah, it was really good. I, I was really happy. I was glad that I was able to. Yeah, I I was really glad that I had the opportunity to see the the at least the current end um, of the series as well. I think that, and this is spoilers, so if you if you don't want to hear the end of solo leveling, skip forward a few minutes. Um, but for the the final chapter, seeing like Jinwoo and Suho going against each other, at least like momentarily, I really enjoyed seeing that. Even like. Even though he didn't quite recognize him until he's like, "Wait, is that my dad?" Um, I was still very like amused by that that whole setup, and I felt my heart went out for Baru again, clutching his little drawing <laughs> that Zuho did. <laughs> I'm just like, "No, you poor giant ant!" <laughs> um, oh <my> God. <laughs> but I also really wanted to like call attention to the ending frame, the whole like last. The, physically the last thing you see for this series oh, yeah. which is uh, it appears to be a giant gate opening up and that or at least a smaller gate at so- somewhere a gate has opened and so it really is like a reboot of it and setting up for soul leveling Ragnarok yeah honestly I, that didn't register with me because I 
when I read it, funny enough, it was like, uh, it was like six in the morning. I was on the way to work and I was, I was looking for something to do on the, on the train. And I was like, wait a minute. This notification says, it's the end so lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so I read it and I was like, oh shit. Nice. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a good way to sum it up. Just like you read it and you're like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's satisfying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. It was uh, it was pretty good. To be honest, like um, there were a couple of cameos near the end, I think. I think at the last chapter where I wasn't sure. I was like, as I was reading it, I was like, is this it? Is this the end? But then like uh, the more we saw like older characters and like little scenes of... Uh, they weren't flashbacks, but they were like reminding you of like, oh, these are these were characters who were in the story and shit. I was like, oh, you know what? This is this is a pretty nice send off because then there, there's a bunch of characters who they probably wouldn't have made it in otherwise or whatever. Um, I thought the the pacing of the finale was pretty good. Like, it doesn't it doesn't feel too corny <laughs> for like having like all, all these people in like cameos and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah, tying them in like as if they were reading a newspaper was an interesting uh, take on that, but it, it's a good way to just like catch up with old characters. I like that a lot of the major hunters are now like big firefighters or oh oh yeah <laughs> was it wait uh was, I forgot his name was it Bake the, the tiger guy uh, I can't remember his exact name unfortunately yeah but we don't we know what you're talking about the, the guy with like the yeah. armor, the the, the yes. white tiger guy. Uh, yes. wasn't he like wasn't his boss Jinwoo's dad I think so yeah I, I saw that I parked I was like oh shit that's fucking dope <laughs> oh and his uh, his friend opening like a, his own game studio instead of a guild I thought that was like a good tie in as oh, well oh yeah Jinho I was so happy and he's like oh Jin, Jinho's a father he's gonna be a father and then his dad <laughs> he really did the right thing leaving my company his own entrepreneur yourself and I'm like yeah that's my boy <laughs> <laughs> but then he calms down he's like you know what I just want to see my grandkid before I die whatever <laughs> like, <laughs> so it yeah, works out it was good. but um, before we move away from soul leveling I told Marion that I had to call him out on something that he said in episode one okay um, <laughs> so I'm ready in a, a correction to something that you said in the first uh, episode where you were saying that the, they wouldn't kill off the main character in in solo leveling, but they did at one point. They did kill uh, Jin Woo Sung for a few minutes. Oh, um, but then yeah, right. his heart just like reboots as like a shadow heart or something. Oh yeah, I remember now. But you're right. <laughs> but is it, does it really count? Oh, that's like a cop out. The fact that he goes back to life because of the, the shadow heart. The fucking, the mind uh, thing. I mean... On one hand, it is a cop out, but on the other hand, the system kept saying the player is dead, like for two pages. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I forgot about the architect, <laughs> that whole debacle. Yeah. So shame, but we fixed it. It's done. Good. Yeah. <laughs> now you can sleep at night. I can't sleep at night. <laughs> I don't want any angry emails. We fixed it. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'll All make right. Sure this episode comes out of the talking matter. <laughs> Oh no. All right. Um, so let's get into what we're really here to talk about today. Uh, our second 
our second uh, series for this podcast, um, an up and coming title for Ease Press, and it is already completely finished in Korea. It is called A Business Proposal. There is 124 chapters in this series of the webcomic. And then it is the all the art is done by Narak and it's adapted by Perilla. The original novels were done by Heiwa. Volume one is in print now by Ize Press, and volume two is scheduled for an August release. Um, so just in like an initial impression without diving into any spoilers, what did you think about this series, Marion? I love this shit. I told you like when uh when I first read it. Uh, I binged the hell out of it. I think I caught up to like chapter or episode like eighty or ninety. Uh, like when I when I first read it, um, it was last year, I think, sometime in the summer. And then as soon as I was caught up to it, uh, I have this like ritual because uh, whenever I read uh like updates on like on Webtoon or Tapas or or Tapitoon, whatever, like I like to order things. Uh. Whenever I go through, like, if, if it's something that, like, updates, uh, like, one day of the week or whatever, I go through every series that I read, and I I like to leave the, the ones that I think that are the best for last, so it's like I'm rewarding myself at the end of the day, and uh, every every week that uh, the business proposal updated, I think it was, like, every Tuesday, I would, <laughs> that would be, like, the last series I read the day, because I'm like, damn, this shit is good, this shit is so fucking <laughs> entertaining. So, uh, I had a great time reading this. And I, I think, uh, yeah, it's like 124. I think I read it for like a, like a couple months, uh, maybe like six months max. Um, by the time that uh, it was like winding down, I guess, like in terms of plot, um, that, that was when I, w- I was like up to date. But then they did the, what was it, the, the side stories, the bonus episodes, I guess. Uh, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, perfect! This is exactly what I needed." Because, uh, as we we're, we will probably talk about later, like there was a drama, and like, uh, it was good, but um, some of the side characters kind of don't get to shine as much. Yeah, I I agree with that last bit, especially um, side characters definitely get to be explored a lot more with the bonus episodes uh, beyond the the core four <laughs> that we have uh, throughout the series. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, overall, I liked it. I am hesitant to say that I was over the moon about it, but I did binge it very quickly. I did read it within, like, two days. <laughs> when, you, when you hit me up, you were like, oh, by the way, I'm starting to drama now. And I'm like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I... I like I liked like it enough week. that I just like got through it like so quick. Like I read the I read the series within like a two day span, and then I watched the K drama over I want to say like a span of three days. So forgive me if I like forget some plot points here or there today. <laughs> that comes with the territory. <laughs> because I it's been almost a month already, like since I've read this, and I read so many things at once. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, I did like it. Um, I think my hesitations with being over the moon about it mm-hmm. are kind of like an, an imposition of my own like Western feminist ideas on, oh, yeah. on things that happen there, but they aren't in a Western society. So like how I feel about it isn't applicable to their society. And I understand that, but it, like it's trying to rationalize some of it in my head that I struggled with. Yeah, I could totally see that. 
because there are plenty of uh, times where I'm reading uh, like a romance series or something like aim for that kind of audience where I'm just like, huh? <laughs> or like <laughs> some of the, some of the development or like the, sometimes I would like, uh, I would take umbrage with like some, the, the way that the, some of the plot develops or some of the reactions some characters have. And then uh, it takes time to like contextualize like, Oh, maybe it's just cause like, these are not like American characters or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it is something to to make sure that we're cognizant of in any series that we read, whether it's Japanese, Korean, anything outside of America, it's going to have, or even some stuff within America is going to have different cultural perspectives and things that might not make sense to us. And that's okay. That's how they live. And that's not our position to judge on it. Right. Um, but I I still love to read it. And I, I love to see the different ways that life is explored. So to just kind of get into the general plot of a business proposal, for those that don't know, um, the general setup is that this person named Yang Se-jin has been set up by her father on, to go on a date because grandparents apparently want all their children to get married right away, especially if they're in high society. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so she's been set up on a blind date. Um, she doesn't remember who it's with and she doesn't want to go on any blind dates. She just wants to go and have fun and be a normal young adult. And so she begs her best friend, who's the main character of the series, uh, Hari Shin, to go on this blind date in her stead. And she's like, you can just be the worst person in the world <laughs> and just make him like leave, make him never want to see me again. He won't want to marry me. I'll be off the hook for at least a little bit longer. <laughs> and after a bit of him and hawing, um, Hari finally decides to go on this date. But little does she know that the, and of course, Yangsa doesn't remember the name of the person that Hari would be meeting. Uh, little does she know <laughs> that it's actually the boss of her company uh, where she works. So Hari goes on this date with her boss and she is completely different and unrecognizable from her normal self. Uh, Youngsa has dressed her up in what they describe to be a really flashy kind of femme fatale bombshell appearance uh, with a, <laughs> with the, with the a bright, <laughs> yeah, bright pink wig, some really heavy eye makeup, um, a revealing dress and just tells her to be the craziest person in the world. <laughs> and little does Hari know that Tamu has already decided, because he has also been forced onto this blind date by his grandfather, that he's just going to marry whoever the heck shows up on this date, no matter what they are. Because <laughs> he just wants to be done and over with blind dates as well. And I don't think Tamu was quite expecting to meet the crazy that Hari brings to the table, suggesting, basically at one point, suggesting that she would just love to have an orgy full of people in the room. <laughs> and, um, it, it just, the like, it, yeah, the, the chaos just ensues from there. Um, and I love that Tamu just, like, plays along with the whole thing. But <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, totally. I'm also with Toji. It's like, you know, I appreciate your honesty. Thank you. <laughs> so refreshing. 
but we'll get into that. But basically, going from there, a series of crazy events, uh, <laughs> Hari and Temu, over the course of the series, end up falling for each other. And, of course, Temu discovers pretty early on who Hari is. And even more crazy ensues from there. So, um, knowing that, what are your first initial thoughts in spoiler territory? Uh, go ahead, Marriott. Oh, or I guess like past the main premise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, like we were, you were just, as you were like recounting the, the premise, I was just laughing my ass off because the series is so funny. Like I said, like the dialogue, the, I think the script is like such a huge uh, selling point. And it's something I also noticed with uh, the drama when I was watching it. I thought that it was just like really digestible when it came to like the characters talking and like uh, some of their some of their actions or decisions. Like it might be a little over the top, silly, but like it, it works. I think um, it <laughs> I, for, I I totally forgot about uh, when when Hari told uh, Tamu that like, oh yeah, by the way. I, <laughs> I love sex, and like we, we we could just have a huge party with people and invite everyone over. And I'm just like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> oh man, um, see, it's, it's even like it's it makes it even funnier that like at that point you just imagine it, and then they show her like in a scene surrounded by lots of people in a suggestive <laughs> pose, and it's yeah. just like and like before I even started reading the series. So when you initially recommended it to me. Uh, I saw a screenshot of just that scene of her, like, <laughs> surrounded in people. I think it was, like, a promotional uh, thing on, like, Twitter from Easy oh, Press. That, and I was yeah, just I like, you. what I am I about to get into? But I'm here for it. <laughs> this is, like, this is also one of the series that they promote on, like, Instagram and shit. And, like, I remember yes. I went, uh, I don't really use Instagram because the ads are too crazy. Like, they're always fucking ads everywhere. But uh, I, I'm in like a group chat with one of my high school friends, or some of my high school friends. Uh, and every time like something comes up and you know, people talk in the chat, I open the app. And I, I think I also remember that scene getting shown on Instagram. And I'm just like, oh, I recognize that series now. <laughs> it's one of those scenes where if like somebody looks over your shoulder, they're going to judge you about what you're reading. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. It's the moment where, like, a mom walks in on their kid watching anime, and they're like, uh... <laughs> and then it wears weave. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, it's such a crazy setup. I I think it's even funnier when, like, Temu discovers who Hari is and just, like, keeps ignoring it. He's just yeah, like, he just keeps going yeah. with it. Yeah, you're you're totally this other person that I went on a date with, not my employee. That's cool. I'm gonna make you pay. I'm gonna make you like wish that you never did this. <laughs> but then at the same time, I'm gonna make you pay by marrying me. Right. His whole concept of revenge for lying at the beginning of the series is so amusing to me because it's not even like I'm gonna make you pay in money, I'm gonna make you pay by like getting you fired for whatever trivial reason, like it's just like no, you're gonna you're gonna solve my problem like I initially wanted you to, and you will be stuck with me for life. <laughs> <laughs> for life, yeah. <laughs> I like uh, that. But, it, it, but, it's it's very petty. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of the characters have a really good dynamic throughout the series as well. Um, I think, despite some of the problems that I have with things he does in the the webcomic. 
Um, particularly with the K-drama version of him, mm-hmm. Sung Hoon Cha is amazing. I absolutely love that character. And I just want, kept wanting like more of his character throughout the series. Is that the guy with the glasses? Yes, the secretary yeah. best friend. The little slash brother. Slash adoptive brother. <laughs> That's my boy. Yeah. I love him too. <laughs> and the, the we'll get into the K-drama more later, but the the casting for Sung Hoon Cha is 10 out of 10 perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I mean, further other relationships, uh, main characters that or primary characters throughout the series would be like Minwoo Lee, who is Hari's unrequited love for so long, um, and a big obstacle for jealousy between Minwoo and Taemu. Um, Hari's brother Heyman, and we've got a fill-in secretary for Sunghoon, which is Jihoon. I think it's not until the bonus episodes, perhaps, if, it, if I'm recalling correctly. There's an American colleague, Sajin Che, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, yeah, <laughs> that comes so. over from the New York office, I believe it was. Um, and she looks like just a female identical version of Tainu. <laughs> and um, a primary antagonist throughout the series, for the most part, is uh, Mangyun Te- King, which is Tainu's grandfather. And then at the very end of the bonus episodes, we get Yangsa's cousin, Yuju. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of characters to keep up with throughout the series, um, but they all play a role in a different way. I thought that the the character of Minwoo, the unrequited love, was very frustrating. In both I hated him. The, yes, I, I like, hated him get his ass so much. <laughs> Between the webcomic and the K-drama, like, both versions of him, I'm like, stop, get out of here, I don't want nothing to do with you, you're the worst. <laughs> Literally, you only exist as a plot device lead. <laughs> yes. You are here to cause trouble, and I don't want any of it. Right. Yeah, I did like, as far as um, seeing Tamu like, kind of one-up him and show him up in, at least in the webcomic, where they're at, like, the diner scene, and he's like, yeah, of course I'm Hari's boyfriend, and, like, uses that as, like, a later, like, what are you gonna owe me kind of thing. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, you fucking snake, fuck you. (laughs) But, I mean, it was was a good scene between them, like, just just the whole interaction of Taemu stepping in to be, like, whatever boyfriend she wants, um, just to, like, get Minwoo away. So, like, he's like, oh, do you want a rich boyfriend, a thoughtful boyfriend, or this other kind of boyfriend, I don't remember. And she's like, all of the above. And he doesn't even hesitate, just, like, dropping the hat. Got it. Perfect actor. Here we go. That's it. Yes. Taemu's that guy. Taemu just knows exactly what to do and exactly what he wants. And I feel like he's so driven throughout the series to just make anything he wants happen, no matter what it takes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was one thing that, one of the things that kind of, like, irked me, not so much that he's willing to do whatever it takes, but the trickery that it had to be at some points seemed a little, like, too much. Oh, like the hoops that they had to jump through? Well, not so much the hoops, but, like, Oh, the fact that he would jump through them, like, (laughs) flawlessly? (laughs) That too, but, like, how dare this be so easy for you? Um... But no, the like for example, when like Hari was hesitant to get married, there was like a whole set of. Or I guess this was uh, never mind. It wasn't Taemu that did this. It was uh, Sunghoon and the grandfather 
they like orchestrated this whole thing to get Hari to like realize that she did want to marry him because mm. for some reason Sunhoon wasn't allowed to get married until Tamu did. And I was like, oh, yes. this, this whole thing. <laughs> <That's> so arbitrary. <laughs> like, I get that in this like adoptive family, Tamu is older, but in in my Western mind, that means nothing to me. Yeah. It's yeah, like, I, I, the the way that like uh, a lot of uh, uh, Sunhoon's like progress was like shackled through Tamu. I was like, this is kind of weird. Uh, yeah. I, I can't really like put myself in that position to understand because that doesn't really happen over here in the West. Yeah, I. It reminded me of that like scene in uh, the like two thousand. I think it was two thousand three adaptation of like Pride and Prejudice, or I, I mean, I guess it's in the original novel too. But um, where Lady Catherine de Burr's like the younger sisters out in society before the eldest, and I'm just like, um, yes, why not? Let's go for it. But uh, yeah, I mean, throughout the series, there's there's a lot of different things um, that happen, whether it's like different, different things that happen to different characters that are potentially iffy in our perspective. But I think that there's, there's a lot of good that happens throughout the series too. Um, one of the, pro- I guess I really want to dive into, to Sung Hoon Cha's character and his situation a little bit yeah. um, as his, like he, he turns out to be like the best uh, whether it become, he becomes a father and a like a great boyfriend before that, but I his kind of like introduction to his relationship with Youngsa, uh, yeah, was a little a little frustrating to me um, because I felt like it was an issue of <laughs> consent. <laughs> to oh, be yeah. honest. Oh um, yeah, especially like after they move. Well, like when they they get together after like they were at the bar, mm-hmm. like pretending to like. Or no, I, okay, so this is a, a deviation between the web comic and the the K drama. Um, in the web comic, they're like secretly seeing each other on the side, but in the K drama, uh, Sung Hoon is like ignoring uh, Yongsa because, like. He's been told by Tamu to like have nothing to do with Hari or Sunghoon because of their situation that happened. So she ends up like drunkenly telling him all these like things like, How dare you hate me? I just I fell in love with you at first sight, etc. Mm-hmm. And but in the webcomic, they're like they've already been together and like hanging out for a while. Yeah. So I felt like the webcomic wasn't quite as bad because it was clear that they were like both very invested in each other. Yeah. But in the K drama, like it definitely felt like much more of kind of a consent question mark because she was so drunk and she like. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess it's the same way in the webcomic is that like she was blackout drunk and couldn't remember anything. And if you're that drunk, I don't think that that's consent. Um, but yeah. I I kind of made my peace with it just because they were so in love with each other and they did get together in the end. But it, like it was it's kind of an iffy moment for me at that point. I totally understand, especially because like they're they're kind of like coasting on the fact that like there's so much uh, like tension and like interest from like the very first like as soon as they lock eyes, like that's what they were kind of what I felt was what they were selling, um, and like yeah, I, I, I honestly like 
I had a lot of fun watching the the drama, but then like there were a lot of decisions that they made where I felt like it was more than likely like ninety percent done in consideration for like the pacing and like how many episodes versus like how much are they going to adapt and like there there's a ton of content that they just completely scrapped for the sake of like brevity to make sure that like they can they can tell a complete story um like you know the, there's whole storylines that were skipped just because like it's only like what like 12 episodes yeah it is 12 right so there there was stuff that happened that uh in in the in the webtoon that like they completely glossed over uh and i was as i was watching it and as i was like coming to that uh, realization i'm just like oh i see what you're doing okay fine that's fine i'm still enjoying it but also like this uh, that that kind of sucks um yeah. and as some of it also translated into some of the writing decisions yeah like the way that they uh, they confess to it and like stuff like uh uh when when young so was like she was like like a much heavier drinker in the in the drama. Um, I think uh, probably just because it was better to have scenes like that. Like uh, it's it's easier to to film that kind of shit. Um, oh god, that that reminded me. One of my favorite scenes was like there was like a like an office party or whatever where people were drinking and shit. And uh, I forgot who it was. Someone was serving up uh, like fucking. I don't know what, the, what it's called. Like, uh, is it like soju bombs or whatever? <laughs> oh yeah. They have like the shots, uh, like Jager shots, basically. <laughs> and, and someone like opened up the, the the bottle and was like shaking it. And I'm like, oh, damn, that's <laughs> kind of fire. Yeah, I definitely I remember that episode and like at that point I was like, man, I could really go for a drink right now <laughs> as soon as I watched it. Um, so one of the other things that I noticed when I was reading through the webcomic is that there's a, in, in terms of the re- different relationships that are shown, um, romantic relationships, there's a, a huge contrast between them being very traditional and very modernized at the same time. So in modern sake, there's paternity leave, uh, couples making decisions together, mm-hmm. And uh, like the the fathers like being very active in their children's lives, uh, but at the same time, it's very traditional in that they're asking their parents for permission to marry whoever they're getting with, um, whether they're like this is a, a modern versus traditional. I guess, like, in terms of Yangsa and Sanghoon, they get together right away, mm-hmm. but Hari and Taemu are withholding sex until they get married, and then there's, like, a huge, like, prolonged amount of time before that they get together um, as far as, like, marriage. And then, um, I guess on the aspect of, like, asking permission, and still about Sanghoon Cha that we were talking about before, is that he was just willing to just give up Yangsa completely for the money that her father was willing to give him because oh of God, his status. Yeah. And that was frustrating to me that he was just like, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever. I'll give up the love of my life because you don't think I'm good enough. So how much is it going to take? Yeah. To be fair, like he does have an inferiority complex. And like, yeah, he, he does. Himself to Tamu, especially because we just brought up like Tamu was like Mr. Perfect. He fucking does everything. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. So like, it, it makes sense. Uh, Contextually, but also it's just like, damn it, <laughs> so who, you know, you're better than that. 
Well, and they like they hinted that that was like the direction that it was going in the K drama as well, but then it didn't. Like they just kind of went off and did their own thing, and that was like a, a more modern twist on it as well. Is that they just went across, uh, went against uh, Yangsa's father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But before, uh, actually, before we go into the K-drama, I wanted to also note that I, uh, a couple other things that stood out to me. Um, So uh, one thing that I thought was really funny is why, like, so after, this is after Hari and Temu get married. Why did she wait to, like, rewear this, like, pink wig and crazy getup until they're, like, trying to actually conceive a child instead of on their honeymoon? Like, I that was, like, I was expecting it. <laughs> I was like, like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, like, like honeymoon night. That's the night. Why did you wait until even longer? Oh my god! Granted, granted, she like made a whole deal about like losing her honeymoon outfit that she planned or whatever. <laughs> but that would have been the night, and I was like, when am I gonna see pink haired Hari again? <laughs> oh my god! Like, let me channel this orgy energy. <laughs> For real, <laughs> like get it together. <laughs> oh so shit! The, um, I mean, but the, like the whole the whole thing was pretty amusing to me, and I I like that like Tamu is always quick to call her out on her nonsense, um, and mm. just like being so like her own insecurities that she feels as well. Yeah, I think um, the, one thing that I really liked about their dynamic is just like. It started off with like a like a law and then like a contract or whatever. Fucking uh, what is it called? Uh, the trope like uh, contractual dating or like fucking. Uh, there's definitely a word for this that I don't remember. Um, I don't remember the specific word, but contractual dating sounds correct. Right, or like contractual exactly marriage. <laughs> like that's yeah. usually it usually goes straight to marriage. But like, I love this the slow burn of like when they both realize like oh they're into each other. Uh, but then they want so so they want to turn like the the fake relationship into a real one. I'm just like, oh, I eat that shit up for fucking breakfast. <laughs> I love it's, it. It's definitely much like a, a not friends with benefits, but it's got to be like at least looking that way. And mm-hmm. it's it's very easy to just like fall into that storyline and like just kind of become enamored with it. Yeah, it it it, it uh it makes the slow burn of a relationship. Uh, with these characters, like a lot more digestible, like easy to get into, just because like you see, you know the tension is there and you see it on screen or on the page, but like uh, it, it, it's like it's the joy of like when you see the characters realize like oh I'm in way deeper than I realized, <laughs> like I I love it. <laughs> it just makes it so entertaining. Um, and yeah. then like there's also like uh all the all the other characters like um. Sunhoon and Youngso as like the secondary couple. I thought it was very refreshing having them uh like side by side um as like couples and shit cuz like they're they're both like radically different people in terms of like how how they talk and how they how they act and everything. And uh even then like 
like as individuals and also as couples, like they're completely different. I thought that was pretty fun to see as like, uh, to have them both like highlighted as like, uh, it's essentially like best friends, uh, like double dating. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I actually thought it was really funny when at one point, um, Young So was getting impatient with Hari about like marrying Tamu. She's like, you know what? We should just have a double wedding. Like, let's get this over with. <laughs> <laughs> is she like, is she, uh, Young So kind of eggs her on. She's like, me and Zung who bone all the time. Why the fuck haven't you laid your hands on me <laughs> or some shit? Exactly. Th- oh my god. I, th- I thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because you know Tame was like fucking die for it. Yeah, like he he's so like thirsty for actually just actually marrying her. Once he realizes he loves her, that mm-hmm. it's just like he wants it to happen so bad. But at the same time, like on one hand, I get Hari's reservations about marrying him because like it was this whole big thing that was just like a strategic plan when yeah. they first met. But at the same time, she really did hold out for like way longer than necessary. Yeah, and, like, if any, I'm, I'm impressed, but also like there was no need for that. <laughs> yes, like why does it take grandfather being on his fake deathbed for you to just come around? <laughs> like, did he plan that or not? I don't remember. He did. Okay. Yes, it I was a plan. Was like, There's something about that grandpa. So he's so funny. <laughs> It was a plan with Sunghoon and the grandfather to just like do a fake hospital ring around like they do also in the K drama sort of. Yeah. Um, to oh, yeah, I remember just that. like make it happen. <laughs> oh my god. I love Everybody the grandfather. He's so with Ari. He's so funny. And Yes. Honestly, like the actor in the drama, he was so hammy. I fucking love that. Yes. Like, he was selling it. Uh <laughs> The way that, like, we would talk shit to Tebu, but also be like, uh, I just want to see you, like, get married and have kids. You're just my fucking grandson, you know? But then, like, you like, idiot! With his cane. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, like, some crazy, intense boss who's just gonna, like, destroy his life. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, but then he's, like, cuddling up on a couch watching, like, a K-drama yeah, of this exact situation that's happening. Yeah, 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 the, the, the drama, or the, the premise of the drama is the same shit that Hari's going through. Yes. <laughs> it's, like, some commoner girl getting together like, with some Like, even the exact same name of, like, Shin Gumi or oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Hari? Like, Wait, did I hear that before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. The, um... Well, actually, speaking of the grandfather, the other point that I wanted to make that I thought was really funny in the webcomic, and more specifically, it's in the bonus episodes, is once uh, Hari and, and Tamu are married, and the families become much more integrated and everything, mm-hmm. um, the the chicken shop that Hari's parents own is, like, struggling with uh, Hari not being around, and so the grandfather steps in and becomes a delivery <laughs> man. <laughs> Or it's a chicken shop. And I'm like, what is this? This, like, like billionaire, billionaire grandfather rolling around on a motorcycle with, like, his little jacket and his shades. And he's like, I love it. I was was just in hysterics, like, laughing at that. I love it. Didn't he, like, he he met up with this older grandmother lady? Uh, Yes. But I, I don't remember. It's been so long. Were they familiar with each other? Or was he? Was he? She just like reminded him of uh, one of his past loans. Um, neither actually. So she was just a, a random customer that he encountered 
and um, she was the caregiver for her granddaughter, and they couldn't, like, afford to get chicken or whatever, and then one day, (laughs) he has to deliver to, like, her house, and he's like, like, he, like, like, yes, but not exactly, he, like, several times over, like, makes these fake sweepstakes that they keep winning to get free chicken, but he's really just him paying for it every time. And eventually he's like, I didn't win anything, did you? Or did I? And he's like, no, you never did. <laughs> it was adorable. And I just like, I'm the old people love moment. It was, it was adorable. I love that too. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad it was neither. Cause like, that makes it so much funnier. <laughs> yes. But like, like he had no reason. He was just like attracted to this older lady. Just like, yeah. Let me let me make her day. Let me give her some free chicken. Just the image of like him on the motorcycle was just beyond ridiculous enough. And then they just like continue to try to find ways to top it with him. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, speaking of like the, the bonus episodes and like uh, all the side couples that develop, I was so into um, Hamin and Yuju. Uh, yeah, Yosu's cousin. Whenever they got together, didn't they meet like um, uh, she didn't she like meet him in college, or she went to get chicken and saw that he worked there, and like that was it, kind it, of uh, they, this part? So not quite actually. Um, they technically met. Oh, at the wedding that they met. Yeah, at uh, oh, you're right at the wedding. Yansa's wedding, and Heyman was outside crying because he like he was he in was love in love with, with Yansa. Yeah, and she's like, what's your problem? And, like, hands him, like, a, a handkerchief or something. But then just, like, disappears. But then, He's got some deep shit about life. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I can, like, live in peace now or some shit like that. <laughs> but, so... so she's um, like, whoa, that's kind of deep. <laughs> that's like someone yeah. just died. <laughs> yeah, and so she, like, can't stop thinking about him. And then Heyman, like, stops some sort of, like, robbery or does some weird, like, heroic thing and ends up on the news. Some Gary Stu shit, I don't know. Like, oh, yeah. Th- yeah, he becomes, like, a local icon. And then all the, like, college girls are wanting to go have, like, lunch like, at this oh, chicken by the way, shop isn't because this they want to see that guy. So hot? <laughs> or yeah. Like, I want to get with this hot chicken delivery guy. Let's go to the chicken shop and just see him or whatever. And so, oh, like, Yuju and her friends go to the chicken shop, even though, like, Yuju's not interested. She just wants chicken or whatever. <laughs> and then she recognizes that it's him and she's sold. She's like, you know what? They need another employee. I'm going to hide my identity. Oh, I'm going to cross dress. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to cross dress and be a man because they like aren't allowing women employ like women oh applicants mostly because like everybody's just after a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, she cross dresses. Hamin questions his sexuality many times. I love over that. That's the best part. That's just Hamin's like, huh? What's this thumping in my chest? Yeah. What does this mean? Their, <laughs> their little date, like while she's in cross dress, is so amusing to me. And I like, I I like that he's willing to go. Like it doesn't matter to him at that point. Yeah. He's, like so over, like smitten that he just like he's like, you know what? So be it. That is my life. I guess. He's like. I might be gay. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Yolo. Like, you know that's how it is. I guess I learned a new thing. <laughs> and that's uh, that's the attitude uh, yeah, for like this, this whole series. They just they go with it, and I love it. <laughs> Me too. I, okay, so um, about the drama, we know that like they changed a lot in terms of like plot. I guess uh, 
Just because, like, like I said, like there was there was no way they were gonna be able to adapt the whole thing with that kind of episode restraint. But did you feel like they they managed to capture the essence or like the spirit of the series? Because I, I felt like they did. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, for those of you that aren't aware, I know we've mentioned it a few times already. The the K drama, which is just business proposal without the A, um, is now available on Netflix. It's twelve about hour long episodes, and that's the complete series. The K-drama does not adapt the entire story. Like, it doesn't have a lot of the bonus episodes content. Um, it cuts off, like, right with Tamu and Hari finally, like, getting together and, mm-hmm. like, being a happy relationship. And there's some, um, so there's we, some, uh, some events that are, like, shuffled around or completely excised. Just because, yes. Yeah, because they don't have the time. Yeah. So, like, on one hand, the, we see the, like, that the couples are happily together, but we don't see their their happily ever afters, their AGAs. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't <laughs> see like whatever comes after that, which is like a huge part of the story. Um, but yeah, so I mean, let's let's dive into that K drama. Um, there's a lot of changes that they make. For example, Hari's profession is no longer in finance; she's a food researcher. Um, her mother, oh, yeah, <laughs> instead of being I, I like, didn't make that connection, guy, but like. It worked out, honestly. I thought that that was that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I still I still liked it, and I liked that it gave her kind of like a this different form of intellect than she was using in like the webcomic um, mm-hmm. to like to focus specifically on being like a an independent researcher and standing on her own ground that way. Um, yeah. Her her mother, who was like very quiet and kind in this like the webcomic, was very overbearing and violent <laughs> in oh, the gay yeah. drama. Um, she was so loud. Not like yeah, I mean like it's it's affectionate violence, but at the same time like what's <laughs> uh, you know what you know what she reminded me she reminded me of like a like an Ed and Nettie character <laughs> like she would fit in that series for some reason. <laughs> Don't ask me why. Like that's just the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> the um, Hari's disguise in the K drama doesn't make her look much different, which that was like a little saddening to me. Oh, yeah. I I was very much looking forward to a bright pink wig, and I did not get a bright pink wig. And like it just, I mean, it is it's different. Like her hair is significantly longer with the wig that she wears. But I don't think it it changes her appearance that much in the K drama, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Minwoo, who the the unrequited life, love that we mentioned before, he's now a chef who dresses nice. He doesn't just like walk around <laughs> wearing flannels all the time. <laughs> um, and as I mentioned, the Sunken Cha character, ten out of ten casting choice, and I I think his character he, he, was much, he almost stole the show. To be honest, yeah, he, he was like the star of the K drama for me. Like that's why I like I was so invested in watching the K drama as I was like I just want more scenes with him. Yeah, he was Although so handsome. I was like, yeah, but I like I liked him better when he had his glasses on. Like the few scenes where he didn't have his glasses because he was like working out or just yeah. or whatever. I'm like, put your glasses on, sir. That's selling it for me. <laughs> like. Get it together. Um, but like as we said, there's a, there's a lot of changes they make as far as different things that happen. Like for example, in the, the bonus content of the webcomic, there's a sports festival that Hari wants to win. So oh yeah, some, like vacation with Tamu, and like that that like little weird sports festival happens in a way in the the K drama, but it's much earlier on before I think they're even together at that point. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's different that way. But I did also one thing that I think was really nice is the first time we see Tamu, the introduction is the manhwa art, like his intro. Like you see him walking through the airport, but it's the like the art from the manga. Oh yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Like walking. There's one of the transitions uh, when it came to stuff like that. I thought that was really cool. yeah. Like some of the little like pop ups, like when uh, I think it's when Minwoo is introduced. There's like Har- Hari is like remembering something about Minwoo, and it shows like manga pop ups of like his flannel wearing character like doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's at one point like Hari's sitting on a like a bus bench or something, and there's an ad in the background that is like the cover of the first volume of the manhwa. Yeah. Oh, speaking of ads, did you see that Samsung product placement all the all the fucking time? Like, honestly, I didn't even notice. No, it, no, dude, it it it, it worked on me too because I'm just like, hmm, maybe I should get a Samsung flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it drove me crazy. <laughs> like last year. I was actually in the market for a new phone, and I'm like, I was so torn between like, can I go back to iPhone? But I really want to get this, uh, the Samsung Z Flip. Uh, this like fucking, oh my god, it, it was crazy. Just, just because like, uh, Hari had it, and then um, I think some, there was another character who who had like, uh, basically those foldables where they're like smartphones, but they, uh, they, yes. fold, they fold or flip or whatever. And I'm like, I just. You know what? That that looks kind of fire, actually. <laughs> I just wanted to know, like, what kind of phone that was the whole time, but I never looked it up. I was just like, "That's such a cool phone. I wish like I had one of those." But then, like, especially the one that like opened up to be like this like mini book kind of thing. Yeah, that's the that's the Z Fold. It's basically See, like it, it turns into like a fucking tablet. Yeah, that's that's what it looked like. The and like I thought that looked so cool and I was so like entranced every time they used their phone. <laughs> but at the same time, like I'm so attached to my iPhone, I could never get rid of it. Oh yeah, yeah, I totally understand. The uh, you know what's funny? Like this is completely sidebar by the way. But like uh I think it was uh last year actually when I got my uh my yearly review, my performance review at my old job. And I got my my raise. I was like, you know what? I, I I was so like into that phone that like uh when I upgraded, I got my iPhone, and um I I just like saved up enough money to like I was like, you know what? I want the the flip phone anyway, and I got like a burner, <laughs> even though I don't use it like that. <laughs> I just use it. I like I separate one of them for like like mobile games and like uh like reading manhwa and shit, and then the other one is just for like if I need to to text people or. Or for like social media and shit. Nice. But yeah, that product yeah. was crazy. <laughs> it was like every episode and like every other, every other scene. Uh, I love the fact that like what made it funny to me is just like clearly like they were good like big sponsors or whatever. Because whenever Hari had to text, it would like first it would like show the her in the frame right, and then uh, when she's like texting, and then like it would like naturally like zoom in. To like her hands and like holding it and shit. And I'm just like, okay, yes. I see. This is they, very subtle, huh? They definitely must have had a good investment in that show. I I noticed the phones, but I did not and didn't know which company they were for, but I did not notice all the other placements. I feel like I need to like rewatch the last episode and just be like, <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> but one, uh, something, a couple other things that stood out to me in the K drama, um, 
like I said, the the intro with Tamu was absolutely stunning using the manual art, but I wish that they would have done the same for Hari as well. Oh yeah. Um, and then they also changed Yangsa's name in the K drama to Yangso. Okay. Um, so that it was just like a small deviation, but I thought that was just like an interesting thing. Um, and then also they gave Tamu like a like a dark backstory with his parents being dead. Oh yeah, being in the web comic and like his his trauma about rain and the accent, and I thought that that was like really well handled and like Hari's reception to it was very well done as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, honestly, it could have it could have been a lot messier. Just something that I could say about a lot of things, <laughs> but like the fact that they were able to to handle like all of this like uh all this like original content and stuff that was like taken out from the the web comic like. It was it was handled pretty well, honestly. And like I said, uh, I felt like they definitely they captured the essence of like what made the webtoon so enjoyable. And like at the end of the day, when it comes to like an adaptation, like that's like the most you can ask for. Um, to the point where like I remember when I was watching this last year, and I was like I was talking about it on Discord to to some of my friends, um, and I'm like, honestly, like this is a uh, this is really enjoyable and really fun. And like, I finished the shit out of it. Uh, I think I watched the whole drama in like three days. Uh, I probably could have, I could have probably could have been two days, but, uh, when I realized the episodes were like an hour long without, uh, like ads or anything, I'm like, yeah, that's all. That's all I'm going to do. I'm fit for I mean, it, taking your time with it instead of trying to like force it all in one day and not getting a whole lot of sleep or anything else, like it lets you like reflect on it and sit on it a bit more. Um, I did also think it was nice that like they added in somehow like introducing Yangsa to his like quote unquote mother, which is like oh the orphanage or whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I love that. that. Was a, a I was like, oh, that's, so, that's very touching. Yeah, um, and then also like. Uh, well, because that shows like the respect that he has for like the the traditional family idea, yeah. but in his like unique situation. Yeah, um, that that got me emotional, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, what was it? I just had the other thing in my mind. The fact they'd be fucking like rabbits. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I remember now. So it was. <laughs> that reminded uh, you. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, um, yes and no. Um. So. Sidebar, not in a good way. Oh. Um, the the like creepy neighbor that Yangso has in oh yeah the stalker or like the yeah dude that shit was crazy. I was like I don't remember yeah. this. <laughs> like like that is a very like real like terrifying concern for like young women living on their own. Mm-hmm. And I thought that they handled that really well with like. Um, like Taemu and Sunghoon, like taking him down, kind of thing. Yeah, um, and like teaming and up to like lawyer up and shit. Yeah, well, especially because like it really showed how like sometimes the police, like with very little evidence, like won't do anything. Yeah, for that kind of situation. And I thought that like they're at least at our place. I don't know about Korean police, but um, the way that they they handled that, I felt was like really well done. Yeah, I agree, especially because like. Uh, they kind of make a statement about it, about like historically, this is not really something to condemn someone for or like get them in jail or whatever. So then they're like, okay, bet. So we'll get evidence for everything else and like just pile it up and like, yeah, dude, like it, that shit is that's it's a huge deal, especially like 
when you consider like uh in Korea like the whole um like the stand culture they have with like celebrities and shit and like uh very important people the fact that like there's a culture uh behind like like showing your devotion to other people and shit but like there there's uh times where it gets like so unhealthy that like it, it feels kind of kind of hard to like reach the topic without uh coming off as like you're either like too obsessive or like uh you're completely out of touch with like the other fans or some shit like there's there's like a weird balance that a lot of people have to to hit but even then like there are tons of accounts of like uh like stalker stalker accounts and like uh just breach of like etiquette when it comes to uh like normal people trying to get close to like these celebrities or like very important people yeah, I mean, even in our own culture, there's a, a lot of that where people are like, oh, that's my husband or whatever, and I, like, you've never met them. <laughs> like, right. There's just people just being obsessed with these these iconic people that have risen to, like, notoriety or, like, some sort of celebrity status in society. But I think that, like, yeah, you're right, there's definitely a huge culture for that um, in Korea from, like, any sort of... Like, you can see it just in the, like, the subgenre of there being, like, so many different idol-themed series. Yeah. And, like, everybody, like, there's, I can't tell you how many things I've read where it's been, like, oh, yeah, I'm making my idol debut. And, like, it's just, like, a normal thing that happens. <laughs> yeah, or, like, uh, it's, like, a genuine, like, career path just because uh, when it comes to, like, entertainment and, like, uh, that being, like, a possible like path for people to take like there's agencies and uh like even like i think there's even like academies for that kind of shit where people can like train and like uh basically like learn how to become performers and shit it's just it's just different it's just uh something that's more um it's like commercialized to the point of like they have it down to like a science and they have like scouts for that shit and yeah i don't know it's just handled differently <laughs> For sure. The, um, they're just like walked in at a young age, like, oh, you can sing and act. You got a pretty face. Let's go. Let's do this. You're going to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> well, shout out uh, to Oshinoko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have already been spoiled on that first episode. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I know what happens and I'm very. To be fair. To just start it now. Episode one is just, it's just volume one, which is the whole premise. Like, I do. I do the premise from like back when it like premiered or whatever, and, and it's just like, yeah, it just, just you have to experience the whole thing at once just to like to, once you see it in context. It's just like, oh, this is way like it, it's different having it like explained to you or like hearing it in passing versus uh, the way it's executed. I respect that kind of shit. The 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 way that uh, the stuff like that is handled. But yeah, sorry. No, you're fine. Um, for those of you listening that didn't quite catch what we were talking about there, um, that was Oshinoko, which is currently uh, an anime airing on High Dive, Dive and yes. the manga is printed by Yen Press. Yeah, it's um, by the author of uh, Kaguya-sama Love is War and the artist of Scum's Wish, which is fire combination. Yes, for sure. I absolutely love Kaguya-sama. Um, I, I finally got around to watching the finale movie a couple of weeks ago, and I was very pleased with it. Oh shit! The movie was a, was the finale of the the adaptation. Uh, I believe so. They made it seem like the end. Oh shit! Because I know there's more. Because I <laughs> oh shit! I gotta watch it now. 
That's crazy. I watched like watch the it. first 30 minutes at uh, Anime NYC. <laughs> I didn't have time <laughs> to see it in theaters, though. Yeah, I didn't see it in theaters either. The The film was on Crunchyroll, um, broken up into like three or four episodes length mm. instead. Um, and I just like binged it all one afternoon that day. So. Nice. All right, I, no. I was satisfied with it. But I, I still need to read through the rest of the manga. Unfortunately, um, my library that I was reading it through hasn't been able to get some of like the middle teen issues um, because like of the print issues that happened during COVID and so oh, and, like just print demand. Yeah. Um, so there's like a few issues gap that I'm missing and I need to just skip past them using my anime knowledge and just like read the, the, the end of the series. Oh, um, that's a shame. But yeah, but I'm on hold for a volume that is next in line past that gap. So okay, <laughs> eventually cool. get to it. Make yeah, sure to talk to me after you, you, you catch up or like, what sure. you like read enough. Cause that was one of my favorites. Yeah, and I have, I have an arc for the first volume of Oshinoko, so I'll let you know what I think about that as well. Nice. Um, once I finally bring myself to read it <laughs> and know, knowing what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we get, getting back to business proposal, um, is there are there any final thoughts that you want to share, whether it's about the webcomic or the K-drama, before we kind of close it out today? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, personally, like, I felt like uh, this is... This is like exactly what I look for in like a like a modern like romance comedy uh, type story. Just because like like we were saying like there there's a lot of like writing choices that are like oh this this is like a modern story for like a modern audience, uh, but also like it doesn't shy away from like um, you know like all the tropes and shit that like oh give me some fucking tropey cornmeal like this is exactly it. <laughs> like all these things work for a reason. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. The execution, I think, is what really sets it at, a, like, a higher bar uh, for me. Uh, even though, like, there are times where, like we said, like, there are some choices that maybe don't make as much sense as uh, some of the other things. But uh, the chemistry really carries. Uh, I feel like all of the cast, especially in the webtoon, because, like, just because just um, the drama was was very fun and enjoyable – but because uh, they could only really focus on the main two couples, uh, Hari and Taemu and uh, Sanghoon and Yongsa, like it, it was sad because like I would have loved to see the the, the storyline in the, the epilogue or after stories with like uh, Hamin and, and Yuju, or like even the the, the, the amusing story with uh, Taemu's grandpa, like yeah, uh, it's a shame, but like. But yeah, like it's just like I, I think the the author did a really good job of like um, making like a believable world and like characters who who act like real people and like the the script reflects that. The script is like one of the things that contributes the most to both like the pacing and like the 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 likability of all the the, the characters. Yeah, I, I would agree with all that. I especially agree with what you're saying as far as the characters and their chemistry. Um, all of the, the subtle glances and the looks that they give throughout the series really like tug at your heartstrings depending on what's going on um, or really solidify that, yeah, that's how they feel. Um, the whole relationship dynamic for each of the different sets of couples throughout the series is very heartwarming, whether it's romantic um, with the different, like the core four couples or the side couples. They get added in, or the like the relationship between 
the grandfather and Taemu and Sunghoon as like an adoptive family together. Yeah, it's, it's so heartwarming because like there's no like real like there's always like when when you see these like uh what was it like those Chabol families like all these conglomerates where it's like people fighting for succession and like uh to, to be able to own the company or whatever and like everything is like decided already at this point like I think Taemu already inherited the company. And like uh, they grew up as brothers, they were raised as brothers, and they see each other as brothers. The fact that the the grandpa is equally doting on both of them is like so heartwarming. Yeah, he just wants the best for them, and he just wants to go fishing. You know, he really <laughs> he wants he wants to fish. <laughs> I was like, I'll go fishing with you, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> One other thing that I I really like as far as their their chemistry and the modern element that we were talking about. Is and it happens in different ways, but it still happens in both the webcomic and the K drama. Is when Hari has to go and, or not has to, but she chooses to go and address the board about situations that are questionable of Tamu's character, like when they're saying, "Oh, he forced a girl into his car at the like the athletic festival," or he's having a secret relationship with an employee or whatever. Like, and she steps in both times and says, mm-hmm. "It's me." And in the webcomic, that becomes like her proposal to Tamu. I think that that is is very well done in both aspects and it's, it's like a it's a really good flip off of the, the polls. Yeah, their their dynamic changes in a way that takes like Tammy by surprise and makes Hari seem like much more like independent and adjusted on her own. I was waiting for Tammy to turn to and look at the screen's like that really was a business proposal. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> that, shit, like, that would have been so perfect. I didn't even think about that, but that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I really I really do think that they they're like perfect for each other. Um because uh the the whole thing of like, oh Haman is like uh she's like a counter, she's like just like like a laywoman. Um her family owns a fucking chicken shop, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh the fact that like that just makes her down to earth. And that's exactly what Tame kind of needed to ground himself because, yeah, he's Mr. Perfect and, like, he, uh, he went to the university and, he, uh, and, like, he went to, like, America and, and he inherited the company and shit and just whatever. Uh, he, he just can't stop overachieving. But then, uh, this person, uh, when, when he gets to talk to Hari and, like, realize, uh, what it means to, like, enjoy life as, as like, a, like, a normal person, like, quote unquote normal, like, I love when stuff like that happens when uh, people can like when couples can like compliment each other with like their uh, their traits, uh, like wh- whatever you're lacking, they have and like shit like that. I think that's really that's really fun and cute. Yeah, it's it's really beautiful and like the setup. And I like I think a really good example of that is when Tammy like rolls up his sleeves and works in the chicken shop himself. Oh yeah, think, <laughs> like he's he's not afraid to like step in and do what needs to be done to be like to provide for Hari in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Didn't uh, wasn't like her dad like sick or something? Yeah, they ended up in the hospital because, or at least in the webcomic, they ended up in the hospital because the there was like a grease fire. Um, oh yeah. From the like the chicken grease that splattered up, and um, Tammy ended up like putting them in like the finest hospital or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were out for I want to say it was like a month or two that they like were stuck in the hospital. But in the the K drama, they did end up in the hospital, and Tammy moved them to a better hospital. But it was something like I don't remember what specifically, but it was something like significantly less like trivial or whatever. Like it was just like yeah, like the serious moments in the hospital was because. Uh, 
they made the grandpa go for like it was like a was it like a cancer scare or something? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's what it was with the grandfather. But the hospital visit for Hari's parents, it was in the K drama. It was just her dad, and he had appendicitis. Yeah, appendicitis. Yeah. So it's it's a different take, but it still works, and yeah. it still got uh, Tamu and the chicken chop <laughs> and and something as well. So that was uh, a fun dynamic, and like seeing Young so wait on tables and everything too. Oh yeah. Oh, also, uh, like a really interesting reflection of like the the way the couples work is the fact that like yes. even though uh, Taemu and Sunghoon are like brothers or whatever, uh, and like Sunghoon always sees himself as like inferior because like, he's an orphan who was adopted. Uh, he he has his his moments of like uh, his inferiority complex, but then like. Uh, he's attracted to Youngsa, and Youngsa is in like the opposite position. She's basically the same, where she's like an heiress. Her her father like lo- is loving and doting, and like um, wants her to like inherit the company and all that shit. Um, but she wants to be independent, and like that's something that she like craves. And uh, the way that she sees how uh, Sunghoon basically is living the that same life that she wants. Uh, that's something that also attracts her to him besides the fact that like oh yeah he's handsome uh, I thought that was really cool because it's like yeah uh, these people are, are basically looking for um, like their other halves to, to like complete them I thought that was cool yeah I absolutely agree with that um, is there anything else that we didn't already touch on or that you wanted to touch on more uh, for business proposal before we close it up um, I think we we hit most of it. We, good job. That, that was that was great. Um, <laughs> I think uh, uh, there were a couple of things about the the choice to like make the company into like a what was it like a like a food uh I don't, I don't even like remember a food research industry or something. yeah food research or whatever like I thought that was really cool and they they really used it to the fullest extent and like the best way because there were uh some of the original scenes that they added were like. When they had like a like a research company trip or whatever, it's like uh, the countryside, and like <laughs> Hari having to like hide her identity, uh, like at work when uh, she realized that uh, Tamu's grandpa was there. Yeah, <laughs> she was so funny, and she's like in the she's bathroom, like she's her face. And, and Tamu's, Tamu's grandpa's like shitting himself. He's just like, "Come on, get out of the bathroom! I gotta, I gotta shit." <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was dying. I saw that shit. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. I I was so amused that she just kept like walking like backwards with her face covered. Oh, yeah. like, like, she easily trip. With her bangs or like uh coat over her face. And then uh, uh what's his name? Uh Mr. Kang looks at her and she's like, something about that girl. Her vibes, I do not feel I'm not feeling good. <laughs> she's very she's very off. Well, like when, then he when he re- them on the street, he's like, "This girl is always covering her face. She's a monster." <laughs> like, she's, she's, yeah, she's like, she's such bad energy. She's bad. She's she's fucking up my whole week. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! And then when, but then when he realizes who she is, he's just like, "Oh, it was fine. Don't worry about it." <laughs> yeah, he gets over himself pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think all around it was a pretty good, pretty good series. Um, I would still recommend it to people uh, generally, with like warning them about the like potential consent issue and mm-hmm. like just just general like different perspectives that people might have on some of the topics. But I did overall enjoy it, and I would 
I do plan on like reading it again as the Easy Press volumes come out, and I will buy all ten of them as they come out. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, so as we did in the first episode with our lovely scale <laughs> on a scale of <laughs> Vivim Flop, Dejang Mid, and Bulgogi, what would you give? Oh, for, for me, that's a Bulgogi right there. <laughs> that did his job completely. I would give it closer to like maybe an 80% for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not mid, but it's not go for me. It's in between. That's fair. We, I, I got to come up with something for that. <laughs> we need some more, some more tears in between. Uh, yeah, we do. We do <laughs> more tears. <laughs> not everything can be bad, mid or great. So Right. Uh, oh man. All right. Well, if you enjoyed our discussion on a business proposal and our addendum to our previous discussion on soul leveling, please email us at sojournwannareadmanwa at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at sojournwannarepod. We want to hear from you all your questions, your comments, feedback, things that you think we should be reading in our coming episodes. Um, Our podcast is going to be a monthly podcast as far as we currently know. (laughs) And um, yeah, we're looking forward to all the great things that we're going to get into. Next time in episode three, we're going to talk about The Boxer another easy press title um just so you know we are sticking with easy press titles for just a little bit um it's a very new imprint for yen press and we're excited about it and it brings a lot of great titles to the american audience and yeah so thank you everyone for listening you can follow us individually as well um my handle on all social platforms is eric bombshell marion how can people find you uh, people can find me on twitter at microwavy the e is before the v on twitter and uh yeah i have a i have a uh, a card <laughs> in my description <laughs> with all my other projects if you're interested i co-host a bunch of other things and this is just like a passion project that came up that i really wanted to to do and uh, again like i'm really happy and glad amber can come on so if, if you're if you're enjoying this content get ready for more because we have a we have a queue of things to go through and like <laughs> yeah it, i fucking love uh talking about webtoons so yeah i'm very thankful that you had me join you here and i'm very excited to get into our great queue of comics and webtoons that we have already planned in store so Mm -hmm. thank you everyone for listening and we'll catch you next time so do you want to read mono we do we do (laughs) (laughs) bye everyone later